You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is episode one of the Owen 60. As you heard it off the top, I'm Reese Dumaney. That is Colin Ward to my left. And before we get things started, just a huge shout out to Jonathan Howe for providing us with this music. Check him out on Twitter and Instagram at Jonathan on Air. And Great tunes to get us pumped up, right, Colin? Boy, I'm fired up now. I used to call him Johnny Radio. <laughs> did he go into radio? Yeah. You did? All right. Oh, well. yeah, fellow Mohawk alumni. Oh, Mohawk. I'm sorry. I can't celebrate that. I'm a Niagara alum. Yeah. Ew, you're wearing a knight's hat. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, it started already. Um, so, yeah, again, Jonathan Howe. Check him out on Twitter and Instagram at Jonathan on air. And before we get things started, too, I wanted to give an update to anyone that hasn't been following the Niagara Ice Dogs on Twitter. Tucker Tynan, of course, that uh, horrific incident that happened against the London Knights uh, this past week. Uh, their Twitter, they tweeted out that he is walking on crutches, though. But he is up, he's walking, um, and that's good to hear for that's sure. That's great, he's up moving around then. Yeah, um, Tucker Tynan. No one, you know, no one really saw him doing the things he's been doing so far for the Ice Dogs. Uh, they had to move on from Stephen Dillon. I know he was a household name for four years. He mentored under Alex Nedeljkovic for one year, and that's the year the Ice Dogs went to the finals and got swept by London. I yeah. get reminded of that every day. But uh, <laughs> just the numbers Tucker Tyne has been no, putting up, you know, you'd never want to see that happen, I guess, to any goalie, but he means quite yeah. a bit to the Ice Dogs. <laughs> yeah, that's tough to see that. And it shocked the Knights, too, in London the next night in Sarnia. They started off just flat, and, like, you can see why. That was a scary incident. It shocked the whole hockey world. It was around the whole league. It was affected. Of course, the Ice Dogs games were canceled. They are supposed to be in Peterborough. And in Ottawa, and without Tucker Tynan, that would have been a uh, tough task for the Ice Dogs. Of course, no Akeel Thomas as well. So uh, the Ice Dogs, they're going to have a tough test for them moving on. But, uh, you know, it's they still have Laudnia for now. They still have Tomasino for now, although I don't <laughs> think he'll go anywhere just because uh, Nashville were there. I don't think they're going to bring him up. I think they're going to keep him in junior. Um, and... Yeah, so the Ice Dogs, uh, one more week till Christmas. Uh, get, through the bre- get to the break. Yeah, exactly. There's get so to the many break. teams right now that just want to get to the break. Yep. Get to the break, uh, come London. back, load up. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, everybody pretty much for London. Bet, but Kitchener. Kitchener, yeah. Kitchener's probably the only team that just wants to keep playing. They're pretty much. Right now, they're just doing their thing. Yep. Well, even Guelph, I wouldn't say they've lost but a whole Nico lot from Dawes. Dawes. Well, yeah, Dawes, but. Still big. Guelph's still a good team. You have a yeah. goalie, but you have to have a good team in front of you. It's like yeah. any Someone's NHL team, score too, goals. Right? Goalie can't score goals. Yeah, no, exactly. That's exactly it. Uh, so we got off a of track a little bit. Uh, let's do a little intro for us just so you, the viewers and listeners, uh, know who we are and think that we're yeah, not just are. some couple of dummies who put themselves media. in front of the mics and have a Twitter account and think we know everything. <laughs> um, we're going to do the best we can to try and stay informed and keep you informed on everything around the OHL. Uh, both of us are huge fans. I know for myself, I'd rather watch junior hockey than oh, the NHL shit. because the NHL, in wow. my opinion, is ass right now. So, Well, we're both Wings fans too, so it's been tough right yeah. now. It's been a tough go. Yeah, Alexi Lafreniere. Yeah, maybe Byfield. Get over here. By- eh, I'll take <laughs> we'll Lafreniere. Pick him up at the airport. I'll take we Lafreniere will, first. We will go to Detroit and pick him up at the airport. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Have signs. And it'd be a huge climate change for uh, Byfield, too, coming from Sudbury to Detroit. Oh. Yeah. 
One foot less of snow. We'll help him out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, Colin, uh, get things started. Tell everyone about yourself. So, I'm 21, just out of school, uh, Mohawk College, uh, radio broadcasting. Quick plug for them. As uh, <laughs> you just roll your eyes. So, uh, yeah, I'm from Delhi, Ontario. I actually uh, played baseball against Reese. I want to get an alumni going. Branford Simcoe. Uh, and just to let you know, we did play each other once in the Intercounty Baseball Association Finals. You don't have to bring that up. And we won like to 12 that. to 1. You don't have to do that. Why not? That's, that hurts. That brings back bad You're memories. Welcome. But hey, I do got an OBA, so I couldn't really hear that. Yeah, well, <laughs> our teams didn't go to C. <laughs> we went to B. So oh. I'm from Delhi, Ontario. I'm a, I was a lot of Knights fan growing up. I probably watched the Knights more than I have the Wings, and I've watched the Wings a lot, so... I've just been always a big fan of the OHL. I'm going to get the opportunity to do a podcast and keep you, the listeners and fa- fellow fans, like interested and keep you guys up to date. It's just a passion of ours, and we're looking forward to doing that. Yeah, it's uh, pretty exciting. We thought of this a month and a half ago, something like that. Um, just the idea popped in my head, and just looking around, I, of course, I wanted to do my research, make sure there was – you know, not a whole lot of content out there as far as podcasts for the OHL. And really, we only found, what, one, two, one or two. maybe three. So yeah. um, we thought it'd be a good idea. Um, we have the resources to do it in a professional studio. Shout out to Bell Media. I'll plug yeah. them, too. Yeah, shout um, out. Thanks. Which I guess could start my intro. I work at TSN, so that kind of helps me. But in Hamilton, so all you people don't get too excited. I don't work in Toronto yet. <laughs> not a Toronto guy. <laughs> not, a, not a big Toronto guy. Nah, man. Nah, especially the Leafs. Uh, um, if I worked there, I'd have to cover them all the time. But here I have a little leeway. You know, the Bulldogs are in town, and uh, I always enjoy going to First Ontario Center. So, um, but uh, continuing on, um, I got into the OHL uh, actually when I lived in Windsor. Yeah, Windsor, <laughs> only good thing is Detroit. Um, <laughs> not as a Spitz fan. Um, even when they were good, you know, that's when the WFCU Center opened when they had Taylor Hall. Adam Henrique, Philip Grubauer in net, uh, Ryan Ellis was there too. Um, just, it was great culture to be around, the new arena. Although I do miss the old barn. I, d- I don't Downtown. know what it is. The old barn in Windsor, just there's something about it that I miss. You know, you have half the seating is seats. The rest of it are just concrete slabs. You, <laughs> you just it. freeze your ass off. That's like old, That's like Canadian hockey, though. That's like it is. old-time CHL hockey at its best. Like, and now they're all trying to make these rinks all high-tech and stuff. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm big. I have a bigger rink than you. <laughs> well, that's a rumor in Hamilton, too. But, but that's well, a talk for another day. No, they want to make a smaller rink. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, it's still going to be high-tech. Right across the street here in Lyman. <laughs> we're on location exactly that's what i'm saying um and yeah so um then i moved to cambridge i got into the kitchen of rangers a lot so i started to become a rangers fan i actually have a fully signed jersey really uh was it the 2011 2012 team is that like gibson yeah john gibson jeff skinner uh landis cog maybe it was a little earlier maybe it was 2010 or something like that i'm not a thousand percent sure i'd have to double check brandon maxwell Actually, it wasn't John Gibson. Brandon Maxwell was the goalie oh, at so that that's time. Before, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that pretty much continued the passion for it. My uh, neighbor had season tickets to the Rangers, so whenever right he didn't, he couldn't go. I'd always go. And uh, odd. there's something special about going to that arena. I like the odd. There's it's always like the that. Ma- it's like the old Maple Leaf Gardens. Yeah, yeah. You get that smell, especially before the upgrade. Like yeah, the I don't like the upgrade, but. Yeah. <laughs> 
we'll try calling later. a hockey game from Waterloo. Um, <laughs> You're like uh, Matt Dev with a Raptor game. Pretty much. Pretty much. From oh, he 12. scores from Waterloo. <laughs> Pretty much do when you're calling <laughs> yeah. a game up there and watching it the from street, the press you're box. Across the road. Yeah, but they do really have a ni- have a really a nice, nice media room and yeah, arena. I like the yeah. media. Being in the media, you get to enjoy the media yeah, you room. Enjoy it. <laughs> some of the places you go to. Um, so yeah, and then in the business of media, I uh, was the um, videographer for the Niagara Ice Dogs. I hosted Dogs TV. Um, shot, edited all like specialty videos and stuff, and uh, I did that for three seasons while I was at school at Niagara College. Oh, rivalry! Rivalry. There's gonna be times where I can. Niagara Mohawk. That's a rivalry. <laughs> it is now. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever. Um, so yeah, uh, that's enough about us. I think we've done enough yeah. intros for right now, Colin. Um, just to kick off the show in a little fun way, after our intros, uh, we are going to name our top five OHL players of all time. Yes, it can be any team. Doesn't have to be our favorite team. Can be any team. And uh, Colin is going to kick us off with the first round pick. So my first is probably from the London Knights. I follow the Knights. Max Domi. There's something about the way he played. He's always on an edge. Always so good with the pucks. Fun to watch, right? Second would be Matt Dechuk. Another one of those guys that's always around the net. He's going to put up points. He's going to do anything it takes for the team to win. Three would be Tyler Parsons, old goalie. He won them a playoff series against Windsor, and he almost won them a second there against You Geary. think he won that series against Windsor? I think so. They were down 3-1. Yeah, They shouldn't right. have won that series. You're right. They probably and should have won, made, like, 4-1 or 4-2. Yeah, yeah. And if Stanley's in the lineup, because Stanley yeah, was you're hurt, right. they win that series. You're right. Three would probably be Nikita Zadorov. I like watching him play. He's a big, tough defenseman. I really haven't saw a defenseman like that there in a long time so i'd go with Zadorov. four it gets interesting wasn't that your number four that was number four you went domi kachuk parsons and Zadorov. thank you i F- can't count that high either hey <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. it's been done <laughs> hey, it's been a long year for the wings five i gotta go with the guelph storm tyler bertuzzi i just i'm a wings fan so once you got drafted you just he's one of i just like those guys who are just character guys in your face put up points and they're always around the net because to me if you want to score goals just go to the net right yeah and a connection to his cousin who's playing in the league right now tag bertuzzi with the hamilton bulldogs yeah, and son. gonna have to be a leader now kaliev and unique are gone i saw the <laughs> rosters for the u.s team kaliev's yeah. on the first line so yeah, i think Regula he's making that team pairing. yeah so um yes for all of you out there it's regula not regula yeah, just to let everyone know um so yeah okay my top five i'm gonna try and be a little bit more diverse <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> It's just well, number I took, a Guelph. I took a Guelph guy. You did. That's you off did. The board. You did. Um, but I'm going to start in Kitchener with Jeff Skinner. I don't know. Yeah. There's just something about him. He was an eighth overall pick to the Carolina Hurricanes. Same draft as Taylor Hall, who got traded. So we're yeah. going to touch on that yeah. a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, he's just he's an all around skilled guy. I think he was underappreciated in Carolina. You know, of course, he got most of the spotlight in Kitchener. Uh, it helped playing with Landis Cog, and I think Michael Catanacci was there with him as well, but he went to play in Germany. Uh, again, another skilled guy, but uh, Jeff Skinner is just one of those pure goal scorers for the Kitchener Rangers of all time. And, and That uh, team was pretty good. Yeah, they were. They, they were, were really loaded. good. But uh, the only low light of Jeff Skinner in his OHL career, in Windsor's, I can't remember if it was trip number one or two, 
to the Mem Cup. Kitchener was up 3-0 in the Western Conference Finals and lost four straight. Hey, I remember that last year. You do. It's tough. That's tough. Yeah. With my brother being a Windsor fan, we were both sitting on the couch just watching Game 7. Windsor was up 2-0. Kitchener gets one. I'm like, all right, 2-1. Let's go. And then Windsor scored two more, and it was over. Where was the game? Was it in Windsor? Because Windsor Yeah, it was in Windsor. Yeah, Windsor was good. That might have been the second year then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was 2010. Um, so that was a low light of Jeff Skinner's career. That's Number cool. two, I'm going to go Akil Thomas. He's really? playing like right that. now. I'm a huge fan of Akil Thomas. He's also one of the nicest players I've ever met in my life. Oh, that's good. Um, that's nice. When a good player is a good person, that makes it so much easier to cheer for him, too. Oh, absolutely. Class act. Uh, I don't want to bash anybody, but there's a certain chick on the social that was bashing hockey players and everything. But uh, Akil Thomas is definitely just one of those guys who will stop what he's doing and sign an autograph for a fan. I know there was a little kid that spent a lot of time with the Ice Dogs over the last couple seasons. His name's Adam. He has uh, brain cancer. And just Akil Thomas and Elijah Roberts both – on a weekly basis, I'd say would just go visit him in the hospital, that's just right give him, you know, pump him up a bit, um, just hang out. So uh, that's that's one of the reasons why I picked to kill Thomas as my second most favorite player of all time. Uh, number three, hmm, it's going to be John Gibson going back to Kitchener. I, don't, I like it. Just a, he's a big goalie. He came into Kitchener for one year and well didn't win, but one of the reasons why. Games, so he won you guys games. Like, he did. He kept you guys engaged. He's a lot like how Tyler Parsons was like. Yep. Well, and that 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 tests to uh, how quickly John Gibson got to the NHL too, right? Was Plus he a won, World won two game. years in the minors? Yeah, he won World Junior Gold with the United States. Um, so yeah, number three for me is going to be Mr. John Gibson. I like it. Yeah, I'm a goalie fan too, so that's why I'm going to yeah, go same. back. I'm going to go back with number four. Played for the Windsor Spitfires. Was traded to the Ottawa 67s. Michael DiPietro. I like it. He's another one that's a good kid. Very good goalie. Um, he wasn't as big as Gibson, not even close, but he made himself he big made in the save. net. Uh, again, I he stole that game in the Mem Cup well, against Erie. Erie. That was him. Uh, they had everyone else. They had Jeremy Bracco. He was good. They, Michael DiPietro is the reason they won that game. Yeah. But I don't think he was the one that goalies were really looking at in that game. I don't know if you remember seeing this highlight. I, was it Troy Timpano? Tim yeah, because Devin Williams was playing. He threw the stick yeah, at the camera the guy. That was awesome. But <laughs> Well, it's so tough when you got to get like videoed right after that. Like You're literally not off the ice and you're getting yeah. videoed yeah. after losing the biggest game of the year, the Mem Cup, possibly the biggest game of your life. Yeah. You lose it. That's tough to see. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so got Jeff Skinner, Akil Thomas, John Gibson, Number five. And Michael DiPietro. I just drew a blank there for a second. Number five. It's all good. We're both doing it. Yeah, now. right. I know. <laughs> we, get ta- we get talking to OHL and then we just. I know. It's just we get off topic and it's just. <laughs> we just like talking. That's the reason just why we're doing this, hockey. ladies and gentlemen. We're doing this because we like to talk. Oh, for sure. So that's really. That's what happens when you want to get in radio. Bet you have to. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> All right, and uh, number five. I know a lot of people should say this should be higher, but just because of how old I am and how much I've been watching junior hockey, or the age I've been watching junior hockey from, uh, Stevie Y. Oh, uh, Peterborough like Pete's. Yeah. I like that. Tie in a shout-out to Mickey Redmond, too, as an honorable oh, mention. Former Peterborough Pete. Have a couple of ginger best ales. Bro- best, oh, that's good. Yeah. Best broadcaster in the NHL. 
yeah, so uh, that's my top five. That's Colin's top five. Um, if you don't agree and you're listening to this right now, Tweet reach us. out to us on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, you heard it off the top. We're at the, the Owen 60 pod. Uh, interact with us all you want. Uh, tweet at us if you hate our top five picks. And Let you can flat out it. say it. it. We are we not sensitive. Hockey. Just because yeah, it's 2019 doesn't mean we are going to care about your opinion we actually want your opinion because that would make our show better but we might have a half hour long conversation on twitter about it because we just like to talk ohl hockey that's exactly it um it's what <laughs> we do best i hope that's what we do best because there's no backup plan for me anyways yeah same here hopefully <laughs> all right that's the end of segment one uh we're gonna take a short break uh for identification we can't say station identification because we're technically not on a station Podcast. but uh coming up after the break uh 17 names are on the list to participate at the top prospects game here in hamilton uh we'll get to those and Colin's a little mad, and there's someone else in the newspaper industry that's pretty mad about someone who was left off that list. Well, it uh, happen. Yeah, okay. You <laughs> London people. Fire me up. Fire <laughs> me up right now before we got to go to break. Come All on. right. You're listening to the Owen 60 podcast. We'll be back right after this. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demani along with Colin Ward, and we teed it before the break. Time to get into the CHL NHL Top Prospects game that will take place here in Hamilton, Ontario on January 16th at the first Ontario Center. And I'm going to let Colin vent to get things started. Uh, there's a London Knight that was left off the list. I think Luke Evangelista should be for sure on the list. I thought it was an automatic, especially how he's played this season compared to last year. Like, He's one of London's top players. He's the top six player right now on the Knights. And he's got 28 points in 30 games played. I like to compare him to Robert Thomas, who was a first-round pick. Robert Thomas, in his draft year, he had 66 points in 66 games, where I can see Evangelista passing that on a pretty good London team this year. Well, so and I- do you think – and this is just a theory of mine. Do you think he was left off because of London's – That's hard to say because usually – Top players – that's hard to say because he's had like usually London has two guys going each year. This is like the first mm-hmm. year in a bit where they've never had two guys going two or more. So I'm just kind of shocked that he's not on there. I compare him to a Robert Thomas, great responsible center, and he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a good NHL player. He's second cousins with uh, Brendan Shanahan. Quick fun fact: drafted by the Leafs. Yep, maybe. Uh, maybe you never know. So that's and and this is also a question I have too. And actually, we'll post this on uh, we'll post this on our Twitter at the Owen sixty podcast poll question time. If you do not participate in the CHL NHL top prospects game, do you have a chance to be a first rounder? Wow, I like that. You could. If you I think a, so. If you have a really good second half and you're on a really good team, like let's say if the Knights go on a huge run here, and if he's a big part of it, why not? I can see for sure him go in second round. Well, you, you never know, right? With players that are on this, uh, on this, in this game, they could drop. Arthur Kaliev, first well, rounder, he dropped to second last year. And that was probably one of the biggest surprises of the draft. The exa- well, and even the year before that, you could say Akil Thomas. Yeah, he drafted here. He He's dropped to the player. second round. Yeah, both to the LA Kings, by the way. 
they're going to be pretty good in the future. <laughs> they got some good prospects coming up in a couple of years. Exactly, but you, this year. you think about that, and you know it's not really guaranteed you're going to be a first-rounder, but no one ever thinks of the opposite, like, where if you don't participate, do you have a chance at the first round? I think you do. If you have a really good, if you have a really good rest of the season, why not just make yourself play on the first round, play into the first round, and you'll be fine. But he is like... He has more points than 11 players invited to that prospects tournament or well, the game. So I'm just kind of surprised. When I was I was a little caught off guard by that stat. I know when you brought that up to me, I think you texted me last night telling me that uh, getting ready for the show and uh it's just yeah, it was outstanding to hear that number of players that he's beating in points and yeah, you look at some of the names on here Two guys that stand out to me right now, Brandon Coe of the North Bay Battalion. Everyone knows how well they're doing this year. And uh, Oliver Suni of the Oshawa Generals, who looking to ship Sarah Noel, and it looks like they're, I don't want to say they're getting giving up on the year, but thinking they're not going for it this year. They're expecting year. to get the Mem Cup next year. And you had a good one, too, that was a guy that was left off of the roster, didn't you? With uh, Moore? Yeah, Leighton Moore, yeah. Yeah, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, no we got problem. so caught up. Liked, in, yeah, we got so like, caught up in everyone else. Yeah, you liked them last year. Of, of anyone from the Oshawa Generals, I really thought it would have been Leighton Moore. He's a small defenseman. He's I don't want to. He might be the same height as Jamie Drysdale, maybe a little shorter, inch or two. But I think he should have probably had a better look because I wasn't a fan of when the Ice Dogs traded him last year. I know they got Matt Brassard, Jack Stadnika, but how well did that work and out? And that was tough losing to their old team. You know, when you sell or when you buy to a team that beats you out in the playoffs, that's pretty tough. Yeah, it's it was it was a bad bus ride. I don't think ride. that's ever happened. It was a bad bus ride home. Yeah, that would be tough. Um, but yeah, Leighton Moore, he's just he reminds me of Elijah Roberts a little bit. You know, the shorter like defenseman, he can skate, he can move the puck. puck move, you know, he can make plays in the offensive zone. He, he'll huge. go down and, you know, you obviously have to have the players to cover. And he has the confidence in his teammates. And he's got a teammate, Ty Tulio. I thought he would have gotten a better look, too. Yeah. Um, I'm not being a huge Generals fan, but I think Ty Tulio is one of the best younger. It's his second year in the league. Um Scores in the OHL and because he's on Oshawa, and Oshawa is really not making any noise since the first 10, 12 games of the year. Yeah, didn't they start off like 12 and 0 or something? Yeah, like they were the only team, they were the last team to lose a game. Yeah, they yeah. were on a roll. Yeah, so I just that that's a name I thought would have gotten a look at. I I would have liked to see him in the game again. This isn't me saying, oh, he should have been in the game. This is you know, BS, yeah, but but you know, it's yeah, didn't get the greatest totally. look. Yeah. And, but you can't really have all OHL guys. Like, it's tough for us to say. I that. know, I know. There's 17, and how many? How many they put on the roster? 40. Well, 40 for the game. 40, 20, and 20. I think so. Yeah, we're not good at math. We went to broadcasting school. Yeah. <laughs> um, Get out of the math. Yeah. Go English. Exactly. But uh, let's look at the names that are on here. We'll start with goaltenders. Nico Dawes, and everyone keeps saying, "Oh, he's the surprise of the year," and he's you know. Uh, got a good shot to make Team Canada. Well, he made Team Canada, and it's not yeah. a surprise that he's good anymore. So, cut oh. the crap. Stop thinking that. <laughs> Stop <laughs> like, thinking that you're going to walk into Guelph, or Guelph's going to come into your barn, and you're just going to walk all over him, because you're not. No, it's not going to happen. And who knows what will happen at the deadline? And We were talking about this well, off-mic. Gogolev. Gogolev, yep. Absolutely. We were talking about it off-mic. The First half of the season for me, anyways, and for Colin as well, ends at the trade deadline. Enough of this Christmas crap. 
Um, yeah. Because the, the, the OHL well, is the entirely juniors, different. The World Juniors throws it all out. Yeah. It, it really does. When you're best players, like when you look at London, McMichael, Foodie, yep. gone. And you can really see it in their play. Yep. It Akeel, hurts. Akeel Thomas gone for Niagara. They've, yeah, that's, that's, that's been a huge Hamilton. difference for them. Hamilton, Kaliev, Yannick is gone. and That's tough. Was it nine five? They lost in Kitchener. Hamilton did. That was with Kaliev, yeah. though. That just was without Yannick. But Kaliev's obviously gone because I saw him on the uh, first line of the U.S. National yeah. Development yeah, Team. Yeah, and then Regula was a top defenseman there in the top pairing. Yeah, yeah so That's nice. uh, two OHL guys. So uh, yeah, that first that's a tough team to make from the OHL. It is because the Americans program. aren't huge fans of taking yeah, players that have said screw you. Yeah, they don't like that. So. Um, and by the way, I'd like to make up for what I just said. It's not the U.S. Development Program; it's the U.S. World Junior Team. Just so everyone doesn't think I'm an idiot. Um, yeah. Okay, so we talked about goaltenders. Nico Dawes, uh, Jamie Drysdale. He's the only A-ranked skater for defensemen. Ryan O'Rourke from the Sioux Greyhounds. Donovan Donovan Zabrango from the Kitchener Rangers, and uh, Jack Thompson from the Sudbury Wolves. What do you think about that one? Because we have Byfield. Obviously, that was a ob- that's so, obvious. Yeah, it's nice to see Sudbury get two guys going there. It's nice to see that. It's Sudbury's been uh, a team that's got to win another playoff round this year. They won one last year. They got to win. I think they have a year. chance to win two. I really do. Yeah, final four. Obviously, Byfield's a huge loss right now. That'll be tough um, though against Ottawa or Peterborough in the second round. Yep. No, you just hope well, for upsets. But that's tough if you're in the three spot. Tough for upsets in the first round of the OHL playoffs. Yeah, it's it's just it doesn't you happen. Hope, but maybe the final yeah. four. But yeah, no, that's exactly it. Happen. And yeah, it's this is two years in a row. Sudbury's made some noise, right? Of course, they don't have Lucan in this year. That's MVP. pretty huge. Could you imagine they had Lucan in this year? It'd be Sudbury. Peter, Peter He's Grill? referring to the top. Oh, well, he yeah, moved his top, hand up like, high. We'll put a thing on our <laughs> social media. It would be Sudbury way up top. Yeah. And then Peterborough, Ottawa, and then the rest of the Eastern Conference. Like how it is now, but it's pitcher Sudbury, like yep. five to eight points higher than what uh, Peterborough, Ottawa are. Yeah, so uh, Jack Thompson making some noise uh, for the Sudbury Wolves. Uh, Talk quickly on the other defensemen, uh, Donovan Sabrango, the Kitchener Rangers. Obviously, they've been playing a lot better since uh, the firing of Jay McKee. God knows what happens when coaches go. I don't. Do the players feel guilty or something? I not a clue. Better. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I have no idea. Ryan O'Rourke from the Sioux Greyhounds. Everyone thought they were kind of like I don't want to say as bad as North Bay or Kingston were right out of the gate, but you know yeah, but they're Kingston. out of that era of winning. They're not that top contender that they have been for the last six, now. seven years. Um, picks, they'll be picks, sellers picks, for picks, sure. Picks. There's a chance Ryan O'Rourke gets moved. You never know. Yeah. Depending on what the situation is there, where they are in the standing. So he's another guy that can make noise in this draft. I, I still see him as a high second, maybe late second round pick. I don't see him jumping into the first round at all. Yeah. Just. To, just from who's available from the defensive standpoint. Yes. Obviously, Jamie Drysdale, he was probably going to be a first-round pick. Unless teams think he's too small, Yeah, but that's he's always so a good. possibility. Yeah, he's so good moving the puck. And like he plays a quiet, steady game, too, where I don't think he falls out of the top 15. Yeah. I think he's a stud. Now two forwards where lots of big names. Lafreniere Byfield. This like first matchup since Hall Sagan. What list are you looking at? Lafreniere's not on the OHL list. I'm talking. C- <laughs> I'm talking prospects, Gabe. I know. I'm talking prospects. I know. Uh, so yeah, Lafreniere Byfield. They're the top two. They'll probably be the captains. Um, Brandon Coe from the North Bay Battalion. We mentioned him before. Will Cooley of the Windsor Spitfires. There's two spits in this uh, top prospects yeah. game. 
Tyson Forrester is also in the game from the Barry Colts. Jean-Luc Foudy is that other spitfire. Cole Perfetti, no shocker. Jacob Perot from the Sarnia Sting. Yarmir Pitlick from the Sioux Greyhounds. Jack Quinn and Marco Rossi are on it from the 67s. They and played really good this year, too. Yeah, well. Quietly good. Ottawa. Like, everyone expected them, right? And I think they're that team, like, no one's talking about because, like, they're just expected to be that good, right? Yeah, but I think there were still questions coming back from DiPietro leaving. Yeah, um, has oh, gone. Yeah. I don't even think Felibur's doing good in the AHL anyway. So, yeah, that's whatever. He's a junior talent. He was one of those guys. <laughs> Playing, uh, he, he was kind of like uh, don't rush from those. North Bay uh, from last year. He was fighting him, fighting Jason Robertson for the scoring lead last year. He got signed by Toronto. I can't think yeah, of his Toronto name. Toronto signed a few of those guys. Yeah, I just we'll, – we'll find it later, but I can't think of it. He's another guy that was a great junior player, went undrafted, signed by Brazo? Toronto. Justin Brazo, signed by Toronto. Um, and I haven't heard much about him in his NHL prospects. And then finishing off the list, Antonio Strongis from the London Knights. And uh, as we mentioned before, Oliver Suni from the Oshawa Generals. It'll be fun to see Strongis skate. That 10-2 and two skating style, that's so unique. Like We haven't really saw anybody skate like that. No, no, he's uh, I don't want to say a generational talent, but he's one of those huge talents for the London generational Knights. Generational skater. They always, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah, okay. Because you don't really, I haven't saw a guy skate like that. As in, as watching the O, I haven't saw a guy that skates with that style, ten and two style. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. He like pivots, but he gains so much speed off the, and he catches defensemen off guard, right? And I think that's why he does it, or it's just a habit. Well, yeah, also could have been the way he tied. You never know. Yeah. Um. They teach different things in different places, and that's why all these kids that get a chance at the NHL draft are so different. Um, so, yeah, we'll just go quickly through stats before we hit another break here. Um, go back to the Windsor Spitfires duo, and these are really one of the reasons that they're doing so well. Not of late, but um, they're still you know relevant in the Western Conference. Jean-Luc Foudy, 11 goals, 15 assists, 26 points, but he's a minus two. And if you're the Windsor Spitfires, are you a little concerned about that? Because that's not the greatest thing you want to see from one of the guys that you expect to not lead your team in scoring, but he's in the top five. Uh, Connor Corcoran's there as well. Cor- Cole Perbu, Igor Afanasiev, who was former Ottawa 67, came over in the Michael DiPietro trade, and uh, Tyler no. Angle's number one for them. But uh, Foodie at four, minus two. Yeah, but it's know. only a minus two. You can get that back in one game. Yeah, but if it's you're Windsor, do you want him at? Do you want it? You got to have him plus for you guys to do well in the playoffs. Yeah, but playoffs is a totally different ball game. Once you get in the playoffs, change it up. Yeah, and plus if they buy at the deadline, who knows what they'll do, right? Because I don't think they want to get rid of their picks. No. So I think if they ride it out, he's still gonna have a big role. And if they add a player, that might help him get a new guy on his line, a skilled guy that can produce points. That might help him a little bit. Yep. And then Will Cooley. Nine goals, 11 assists, 20 points. He's minus four. Yeah. Bump him up a little bit. Bump him up on the line. Yeah. Like See what happens. The, the same situation. I know we're Detroit fans. Same situation with Zadina. Playing with good players, he'll be good. Yeah. Playing with, the, playing with skilled guys. Don't play him with guys who are going to go out there, kill penalties, and, like, as a shutdown line, playing with skilled guys. Yep, no, it's who have potential of going to the NHL where you have those guys you need on your third and fourth line that have no chance at the NHL. Yeah, they're just killing penalties, so. blocking shots. Those are key to win. <laughs> and lastly, we'll uh, finish off with Quinton Byfield. He's the top player from the OHL. 
going to the top prospects game. Uh, his stats so far through 30 games, yeah, I th- I'd say they're pretty good. 22 goals, t- 35 assists, 57 points. He's plus 17. Definitely a huge reason that the Sudbury Wolves are looking at their second straight year of a playoff victory. Yes, I hope. I hope I'm pulling for Sudbury. Sudbury's one of those teams that are like out there. They just can't get over the hump. And I think if they win two playoff rounds, they'll run. They'll be fine. But win a playoff round, go from there. Yeah. No, that's what the first round is. The OHL the first round is really get by the bottom four teams and Unless then you do fight Guelph. it out. Unless you do the Guelph down three zero, come back second round down three <laughs> zero, then three one three one to Saginaw, come back. That's just. You'll never see that again, would you? Nah, you will, probably. Yeah, but a long time. Like it's I don't think it'll be done sooner. Yeah. Oh, you never know, man. It's the OHL. Yeah, anything can Things happen. happen. That's what makes the league so great, you know? Yep. Like just a, a, the thought like anything can happen. Yep, you have to have a good mix of the guys. Yeah, well you have to have a good mix of the guys who I don't want to say are on the list of the top prospects game, but they're on the central scouting list. You have to have a mix of them and a mix of guys who are probably going to take the college route. And yeah, of course, obviously they're dra- players who are drafted. Yeah. But it's that's it's that perfect mix you got to find. And Guelph found it in the playoffs last year, and that's that really the most was... important time to find it. So Suzuki's doing well in Montreal now. So yeah, Ratcl- Ratcliffe and Whistle, dude, that line is lethal. And that was whistle. too much of that London defense. Yeah, it was. It really was. And that's why London talked about how good their defense was all year, and then they get into the playoffs, get cruise to the first round, and they meet Guelph. Next thing you know, Bouchard, Boquist start feeling the pressure. Yeah, no, it's uh, it was an interesting playoff year last year, so uh, we'll see how things shake out after the top prospects game. Remember, January sixteenth here in Hamilton, Ontario, at the first Ontario Center, seventeen OHLers will be participating. So if you want to get your tickets, just go check it out at the top prospects game. I'm Reese Dumaney. That's Colin Ward. You're listening to the O in 60 podcast. We'll take a short break. Come right back. This is the O in 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the O in 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. This is the O in 60 podcast. I'm Reese Dumaney along with Colin Ward and We've introduced ourselves. We've gone through the list of OHLers to compete at the Top Prospects game. And now it's time for our picks at uh, early candidates for the best player in the Ontario Hockey League. And just looking at league leaders right now, quickly points. Arthur Kaliev sits at 62. Connor McMichael in second, 59. And Quinton Byfield with 57. Jan Yannick at 56. And Marco Rossi in five at 56 as well. So, uh... Colin, I know you're a fan of Connor McMichael, um, but uh, for you, uh, you're kind of going off the board a little bit for uh, something for the second straight year, and Uko Pekalukkanen got it last year, and you're thinking goalie again. Yeah, Hunter Jones. Why not? If Peterbrill, that he's probably the biggest part of Peterbrill's success right now. Without him, they're probably not where they are. Even with the scoring, they're probably not where they are without Jones. And I think, first of all, I think he should have been on the World Junior team, but that's for another day too. I just think instead of Nico Dawes, uh, other goalies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just think that uh, Hunter Jones has been the mainstay for Peterborough. You know he's gonna play big games for you. He's gonna win you the big one. He's gonna keep your team in the games. And I think that's what you need. Why not the Why not the top goalie in the league for MVP? Uh, yeah, I 
Yeah, I settle for top goalie. Yeah, no, 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 I agree. The way Peterborough is. Um, you know, Hunter Jones, I remember talking to him because we're both Brantford boys. Um, you know, he learned a lot from being around Dylan Wells. Of yeah. course, he's playing for uh, Bakersfield. I think they're the HL affiliate of the Oilers. Yeah, they are. Um, and I know he learned a lot from him. Dylan Wells was the top goalie in the OHL the year. But Peterborough, they lost in the second round that year, I think. They were the top team in the East, at least. Uh, but, you know, D- Dylan Wells was used to playing big games. Um, Hunter Jones has done that so far in Peterborough. So I, so I agree a little bit on your – I but think he can, still like, has to – numbers have to come up a bit. You know, Dawes same. is leading the way in most categories. So yeah. Cedric Andre's up there as well. Um, but I guess Ottawa's not really relying on goaltending when they score that they much. Score. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, Hunter Jones, he's uh, making a good case for himself for sure. Well, my pick for the most valuable player in the OHL, I like Kaliev. I like Unique. I think they're the only reason Hamilton is really having a fighting chance right now. I know they have Liam Van Loon, who's putting up points there. Tag Bertuzzi is there as well. I'm going to go with uh, Quinn Byfield. Oh, I know I like that's that. the obvious pick. Uh, Quinn like Byfield, he's good. Michael too. Yeah, like you pick. could. That's a solid pick. I just think Sudbury, the, where they are at right now with – the goaltending being not as good as it was last year. Um, obviously, they have Thompson on the back end, so that really helps them out a lot too. It's just with 57 points on the year so far, I just think Quinton Byfield's just really the difference maker in Sudbury. Um, he wins them games like oh, by sure. himself. He so, wins them such games, a except the first game of the year when they got destroyed by Niagara. That's because Perbu Perbu played terribly. Games. But well, the I think Quinton Byfield games. had two goals. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I remember that. Like, yeah. Yeah, let's just score two. First game of the year in the OHL, Quinton Byfield goes off, has himself a game. Too bad Perbu sucked, but he's sort of t- started to pick it up now. Walking to the draft here. Comes out, just yeah, scores two I know. like nothing. I know. Uh, Quinton Byfield, uh, he's just is that all, he's an all-around player. You know, he's fast. He can get back on an odd man rush if one of the D's pinch. So you big, know. too. He's, he's, yeah, exactly. He's big. He's, I like that. And I like that when he was drafted into the OHL, he, he was like, yes, I'm going to Sudbury. We're going to do something great here. And they did something Make really something good last big, year. They yeah. made a playoff. They won a playoff series last year. Obviously got by swept by Ottawa, but uh, who else did that? Hamilton did that too. Oshawa got swept by ha- or, uh, Ottawa too. Pretty so windsy. everyone got swept by Ottawa except yeah. Guelph. Yeah, except Guelph. <laughs> Guelph, you know. Of course. Yeah. Um, but that's because Popovich had a lot to do with that in net. So It would be cool um, though. Byfield could, lead, could go into McDavid territory. Winning the MVP in his draft here. That'd be pretty nice to see, you know? It would Because be. McDavid came on the scene such a big deal, right? And like, Byfield's big deal, but like, it wasn't McDavid territory. But to win MVP, you can't go into that territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, such an amazing honor to win MVP in the OHL. And look back, some of the, well, you just mentioned it. McDavid won uh, Player of the Year last year. It was 1415. Uh, um, I know uh, we are huge fans of him. I enjoyed watching him play Niagara, especially six times well, or four times. His stock grew after that World Juniors. Yeah. When he came back, he just put Sudbury on his back and they just rode into the playoffs. Yep, 
Buffalo's got a good one with him. For sure. Even though I mean, he's in the ECHL, yeah, which that. sucks for him, ECHL. but he's lighting he'll it up because he's – He'll be there. Though. He will. There's so many good young goalies in the ECHL. Yeah. He'll yeah. be there. Yeah, so there's our picks. Uh, you can tweet at us at the OHL in 60 podcast on Twitter. Um, let us know who you think should be MVP. Should it be Arthur Kaliev, Connor McMichael, Quinton Byfield, Jan Unique, or Marco Rossi? If Share your thoughts. We'd love to hear it. It makes our podcast better. We can mention you on the show. Um, you know, get your take. It's all about the viewers. We love the OHL as much as you do. So tweet at us. Hockey, do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, talk get hockey. That's what we're here for. I don't Canada's a hockey country, right? Oh, yeah. Apparently. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so got about, what, 10, 15 minutes to go here on the podcast. Um, yeah, well, right. the Lamour trade. What? The Lamour trade to uh, North Bay. You want to talk trades now? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's talk trades then. Go for it. I Well, Cam Lamour got traded to uh, North Bay, as we know, on – Saturday or Sunday was that? Saturday. Mm-hmm. Saturday to uh, North Yeah, Bay. I remember waking up on Twitter and scrolling through that yeah. and seeing that. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I didn't get no update until I was scrolling through Twitter. That's what I forget. For an 11th round pick. So the 19-year-old goes to North Bay for a conditional 11th round pick. That's good for Lamore to get a chance to play, right? Get well, to notice him, right? NHL teams. The whole it. situation in North Bay is kind of not good right now. Yeah, but if he goes um, in Stan there. Butler's not the head coach anymore. He's a special advisor to the owner. And special advisor, as everyone knows, is the best job in the world. Because if you <laughs> tell a guy to do something and he screws up, it's on the coach. That's right. <laughs> best job in the world. I wish I was doing that. But I'm not. I'm here talking to you, which I love just as much. Be the special advisor. The special advisor. We need too. a head coach in here. Yeah, I know. We I need to have keep a us podcast coach. <laughs> Just giving it to us. Hey, oh well. Four check, back check. Paycheck. No paycheck yet, bud. <laughs> no paycheck. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I think he goes be, to North Bay, and I don't really see anything else happening. Do you? Until the roster freeze Sunday, I don't see anything. N- not nothing be- too major. Uh, maybe someone for picks. Like, I can't think of anyone. Like, who needs help that's contending? London doesn't need help. They're just losing guys. Yeah. Kitchener maybe could use help because Kitchener, all the guys that come back, <laughs> Kitchener's going to start losing games. It's just going to happen. They play yeah. London and Guelph in their division six times a year. Now, right? Exactly. You have rack to do up that. The points now. Doesn't Dawes matter. is gone for Guelph. Owen oh, Sound's an interesting team. You well, they don't know what they do. Struthers. Yeah, they got Struthers. I thought he'd be getting to see in London. But of course you did. I just thought that he'd be good for the second line. But I think that would Owen Sound be possibly flipping him somewhere else? Yeah. If they fall in the standings, maybe they'll flip him. Yep. So that's a possibility there. Destinations, though. Who could use? You said London. Yeah. Windsor could. Yeah, I was just about to say Windsor. Because Windsor's Kitchener? a little younger. Kitchener could. They're not how about, young, young, but they're not the about, most experienced. How about Ottawa? We're Just load up like they did last year. Yeah, load up. That Maximovich trade, although they're two completely different players. Yeah. Struthers is probably five feet taller. No, I'm kidding. Like five, ten that inches Owen, taller. That Owen Sound team's fast, though. They are. Like, they get from one end of the ice to the other real quick. Well, like, they made an inter- interesting trade in the summer. They uh, brought in Matt Phillip from the Niagara Ice Dogs yeah. for um, Jack, Jackson Doherty. Jackson Doherty. 
I wasn't sure if it was Jack or Jackson. Jackson. Um, and that, I was. I knew the Ice Dogs had to get rid of OAs. They just had too many. It was just the way it was. But that Matt that Phillip problem. deal, I like. I love Matt Phillip. He came into the league when I started working with the Ice Dogs. You know, he's got the flow. He's got the swagger. He's got, uh, the, he's got the speed. Like. You know, he's got he's got the fancy hockey skill. Like his hands are unreal. Unfortunately, not good enough to be drafted. But you know, he's a guy you can use on your second line to get you depth scoring and. And you never know. A good trade piece to flip for draft picks. Yeah. You know, package him and Struthers. Plus, if he has maybe. A bit, yeah, you can totally see that. But I can only see that to a team that's going all in. Like I don't, I wouldn't see Windsor necessarily going for that because I don't think they want to get rid of multiple picks. Yeah, maybe I think they're one. still a year away too. So. Yeah, there's a lot of picks in London. Yeah. But of the Thomas trade, they still got trade picks from the Thomas deal. Depends yeah. how many cards they got left last year. That was a problem too. Yep. Their card situation. Yeah, who'd you say they were gonna go after? Last year? Yeah, you said they were gonna go after someone. Well, they they ran out of about cards. A Suzuki and Dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but Suzuki and Dirty. The card thing kind of messed them up. Well, the Cotter deal in November signing Cotter out of nowhere. Wonder where they found him. The states. Like everyone wants to play in London from there, but we'll talk about that. <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> another time. Unless you live in Buffalo, I don't think you want to. No. Play for Niagara. It's for right Niagara. there. Or Erie. Erie. Yeah. Oh, well. No, I wouldn't play in Erie. It's too cold. Yeah. What about you Niagara? got a lot of snow. Snow belt. <laughs> <A> snow belt. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. The arena's pretty nice, though. I'll give them that. In Erie, I was, I've been there plus once. The it's sweet Car- plus the sweet Caroline there. London re- sucks. <laughs> That's so funny. Like, a couple of years ago in London, I had a story about that. So London was down, like, it was in Guelph, the game. And if you've ever been to Guelph, the arena's in, like, a shopping mall. so Yeah, London, it's kind of bush. Yeah, London's <laughs> in the middle. Like, London's outside their dress room stretching. It's in the middle of a shopping mall, and they're stretching. They're just singing Sweet Caroline. And when it gets to that bop, 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 all you hear is the guys go, London sucks. I thought that was great. Just mocking it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I wish there was a recording of that somewhere. Because that'd be priceless. Next time you to go see. to Guelph. Yeah, next time. When are we going? Featured game. <laughs> they go there in March, London. Really? That yeah, might be a big one. Holy crap. That could be a big one. Four-point difference right now. Yeah. Game on, get They get all their players back. That could be the race for the Midwest. It would be like last year. Last year, they mm. played so many games down the stretch. They've only played once once this year, Guelph and London. So down the stretch, that second half, there's yeah. going to be a lot of big games between those two teams. Well, and that's really Kitchener interesting. Too. Consider Kitchener's played Guelph four times. Well, the schedule Three at the weird. odd. Guelph's not coming back to Kitchener. Yeah, it's every they're hosting every game. So you'd think you would favor Guelph in that rivalry, though, in this situation. You would I think. It's, but, again, it all depends on the trades, the deadline. You never, the yeah. deadline, never know. It's the OHL junior well, hockey. Well, sometimes there's that team that's in, like, sixth place that decides to buy. Like, look at Barry. Barry has, like, 28 games played, at least by a lot. Yeah, Barry's uh, – I don't see Barry doing anything. You don't? Warren Reichel. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, but – they're a young team. Next year they'll be they'll be like Windsor. I could see them and Windsor being the two teams next year. Yeah, they got Forrester. Yeah, he's pretty good. Suzuki. Suzuki. So those two have built Suzuki a back. I can see think. It. I yeah. can see it come back for his second year. Yeah, second. Second after his draft. Year. Oh, okay. It's like... two and two, right? Once you get once you go into leads, yeah. it's two years, and once you get drafted, then you're sp- supposed to put up points. You're supposed to be the leader of your team. Yeah. Unless you're, you know, Connor McDavid. You want, yeah. Then, bye, OHL. See ya. He could have went and played men's at, like, 17 if you wanted to. I know. 
Like, could you imagine that? I want to go to that Erie team. We might touch on this a little bit more in depth another time, but that Erie team, Ooh. they had the rights to Dylan Larkin. Yeah. Can you imagine Dylan Larkin, Connor Brown? They would have killed Oshawa. Yeah. Dylan Larkin, Connor Brown, Connor McDavid, the Connors. Dermot was there. Yeah. Both uh, the, let the big dog eat. Shout out to Aaron Cooney. Yeah. Play-by-play guy for the Erie Otters. Let the big dog eat. What the heck is his last name? It was their twi- their brothers. Oh. They're huge. Yeah, I know who you're thinking about. I can't think of their last names. Radish. Yeah, Radish. Darren and Darren Taylor Radish. Radish. Darren Radish, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. They were then the year after they could have been good too. Yeah. Cuz Larkin probably would have been back if he went there, but he was going to Michigan all along. Yeah. But still, that team would have been lethal. That could have been a good that could have been one of the best teams of all time. Yeah. They might have made another trade or two, so um yeah, it's uh it's interesting times here. The trade freeze happens on Saturday, December. Let me do some math in my head. <laughs> Stupid math. What's the day today? Sixteenth. Okay. Twenty first. Twenty first. Twenty first. Yeah, because I work on the twenty second. <laughs> All right, the twenty first trade freeze, and then of course World Juniors happen, and uh, then the trade deadline hits. Then everyone so. comes back. Then the race starts. That's probably the best Should time be of the fun. year in hockey. Any hockey league, that's probably the best time when the OHL or any CHL league, when the guy, when their key guys come back from the World Juniors, then they just light it up, like come back ready to light it up. And you got like six teams there, especially in the West, every team. It's going to be great hockey. No doubt about it. I'm getting something from Siri. Hey, Siri, Greyhawk. Yeah, I don't remember saying that. Gold iPhones, eh, guys? Oh, well. <laughs> You're listening to the Owen 60 podcast with Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. We'll be right back. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast with Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. Time to get to our feature game of the week. This is where we pick any game out of Thursday to Sunday or even a Wednesday game, the stupid Wednesday games. Um, and we'll cover it whether we're at the arena or not, because we would like to cover games up, you know, east, north, um, just to get everyone engaged with every team yeah. in the OHL. Yeah, so we may not be there. We may be there. Depends where it is. This week we're picking Kingston and Niagara is happening on December 19th, the Thursday. Yeah. So we're going Kingston-Niagara at the Meridian be, Center. We will be there. We will. It's my first time being there. Oh, I'm kind of excited to make the beautiful trip. beautiful arena. Beautiful arena. Yeah, I'm excited. And Reach going with two players to watch. And Colin, you're going to go with a uh, a goaltender on the Niagara yeah. side. Christian Spralia? Spralia. That a boy. Yeah. That's, hey, finally. Closer take than four. off, Mike. Take yeah. four. Yeah, that a boy. <laughs> yeah, I just think he's going to step up here. Niagara needs a goalie to step up desperately. And I just think, why not him? He had his chance earlier on in the year. He gets his net back. Hopefully he runs with it. I think that's the best case for the Ice Dogs, too. They're short-manned, and I just think hopefully they respond and see how he can do. Well, and also the plan was for Sproley to be the starter this year, and, of course, Tucker Tynan with what he's done. Unfortunately, the accident happened, and another update for guys that uh, that didn't hear me off the top. He is walking in a hospital with crutches. So that's the update on Tucker Tynan. 
But back to the ice, yeah, I know it's got to be Sprawlia yeah, that's got to make a difference for the Ice Dogs. They've got Tomasino and uh, Lodney up front, obviously, Elijah Roberts, and uh, their 2019 first-round pick Isaac Enright on the back end, but it all comes down to goaltending, and Sprawlia yeah, has not been good. And for my Kingston pick, can I have two? One, I want to see, see Shane Wright play, but two, local boy from where I'm from, Maddox Collins. I mean, hopefully he lights it up, you know. Nor a fellow Norfolk guy. Hopefully Ooh. he can right. help the guys out in Norfolk and right. have a big night. Well, I agree with the pick of Shane Wright. That makes sense. Exceptional player. Yeah, nice um, to see the Shane Wright's pretty good. So. On a developing Kingston team who will be good in two years? Two years. Year, two years. Yeah, year two. It's probably year and a half. Day. Next year after the deadline, you might see them be that surprise team that beats the good teams because mm-hmm. they're going to be the next Erie Otters. How Erie was good for that three or four years there yep. where they just owned 100 points every season. Yes, I sir. think that's the next uh, Erie Otters in Kingston. So Kingston fans, you got something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, so over to my picks because – I'm going to start with the Ice Dogs because I'm a huge Ice Dogs supporter. It's going to be Phil Tomasino. Akil Thomas is gone to the Czech Republic. Phil Tomasino has the A on his jersey, but he's going to have to pretend it's a C because it's just going to have to be him. He's got Ivan Lodnia for uh, the supporting cast, but Phil Tomasino has got to get the job done. So far, he's got 17 goals, 24 assists. Good for 41 points. Of course, he's a Nashville first-rounder. As a wings as wings fans, you know it's like the Dylan Larkin, unofficial captain. Oh yeah, where's yeah. the A? But he's a captain. I just wanted to add. Pretty that much. To no, the story. that's no, that's fine. It's it like the way Tomasino's been playing this year. He's got the speed. He's got the hands. I'm it's, looking forward to see him play because I I remember last year in the playoffs when we were talking here during the internship. Like I think I thought he was one of Niagara's best players. I would have to agree, my friend. So I'm excited because to see him a lot play of the them didn't time. play well. Yeah, especially in that second round. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, and then my pick on the Kingston side, it's going to be Zade Wisdom. Nice. He uh, leads the team in scoring. Second, no, this is the best name in the league. Zade Wisdom's the best name in the league. Joe Ranger, close second, but uh, Zade Wisdom, yeah, he's got 18 goals, 10 assists, 28 points on the season, and 31 games played, and. Where Kingston's at, you know, they're near the bottom of the standings. 31 games played to have 28 points. It's pretty good on a team that's pretty bad because when the Ice Dogs were bad three years ago and they were worse than this team, trust me, um, their guys were exactly the same. Like, they weren't point-per-game players, but they have to be if they want any chance at their team making the playoffs. It just, you know, it has to happen. Yeah, the guys got to step up, and I – I'm excited for the wisdom pick there. I like that pick by you. That's a good one. I, I picked to, him because of his name. I just wanted to add that. No, I watched. <laughs> I was watching that Hamilton game we were talking there on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, on Sportsnet. Yeah, and I I thought he was one of Kingston's best players. He looked pretty sharp there. Well, he has to be one of Kingston's best players. Shane Wright is. To, maybe it's because maybe it's because we live where we do and we don't hear a lot about the Kingston Frontenacs. Shane Wright really hasn't made any noise in my ear. Really, I like watching him play. I've watched, oh, I love watching I wa- him I play. I watched him there. Like he's po- over a point a game by a point, twenty-eight points in twenty-seven games. But, I mean, I don't. Okay. I, I think he's been fine for a fifteen-year-old. He's been great. Sixteen? W- oh, 15, fifteen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yep. Stupid question. It's all, um, <laughs> it's all good. I, it'd be nice if I heard. Maybe, maybe it's just I haven't heard a lot about him. Maybe just because where we live. Um. 
with as much as we do following the OHL, it's just it wasn't like last year. Last year in that midget or the Bantam team there when they were unreal, the Don Mills, yeah, right. You heard so much about them. Then go to Kingston. It's like going out like Sudbury Sioux. Well, and it seems like there have been other first round picks coming to the OHL that have made more noise than Shane Wright. Like all the time last year, I heard, "Oh, Quinton Byfield, you got to watch him play." Connor McDavid, oh man, that guy's a stud. Yeah, you know, there's been guys who have generated a lot of noise. Like, oh man, you got to watch this guy play. Any media guy I talk to, I've been to Niagara games this year. I've been to Hamilton games. I've been to Kitchener once. Um, not one guy has mentioned Shane Wright at all, really? whether yeah. it was in rookie scoring or. I feel like he's one of those guys though. Once you watch him play, you're drawn to him. Yeah. Then you're drawn to him, and then you'll be. Yeah. That's when you start to talk about him. That's when you'll hear more talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Get- Kingston Niagara um, should be a good one coming on uh, December nineteenth. Yep, nineteenth. In Meridian Center. So, games of the week. Friday night game of the week. Let's hit it. Friday night picks, ladies and gentlemen. There are five games this Friday. Recent. Game one, we got Barry Mississauga. Who do you got? Oh, I'm going to take the Mississauga Steelheads. I'm going to take the Barry Colts. So, game two, we got London and Sudbury. Who do you got there, Reese? Sudbury, just the way London's playing, I don't think they're going to win. I got London. I think Missy's going to have a back game. Windsor at Sarnia, who do you got? Windsor. I'm going Sarnia, Ethan Lagavins. Sue at Kitchener? Kitchener. Oh, the hottest team in Kitchener. the OHL. Yeah. Ottawa at Oshawa? Ooh, Ottawa. Ottawa, here I don't like too. Oshawa. Oshawa. Boo. I'm going Not Ottawa. <laughs> I'm going All right. Ottawa. Two Ottawas to finish off the show. I'm Reese Dumaine, and that's Colin Ward. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Owen 60s first episode. We'll be back next week for an all-world junior show.